Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. Today on the Ether, the miners of Cadenia IDO AMA, hosted by the Cadena Project Network. Let's take a listen. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another AMA hosted by KPN. Hello, hello. Oh, maybe we're go invoice or uh, sending sending invites over each other. I think. Let me send you an invite to speak there. How you guys all doing today? Welcome, welcome. Oh, feel like uh, if you uh, feel, go right ahead and send me a request to speak if you want to step up. We'll get this ball rolling. Very excited to talk to the miners of Kadena. Kadenia. I always try to forget to throw in the ia at the end. Want to make sure you establish the name, right? Hmm. I'm accepting the invite, but it just does not want to seem to give you the right to speak. Oh, there we go. No, it's all good. It's all good. No. I'm connected. There we go. How you doing? Yeah, Twitter spaces can be kind of yeah. Twitter spaces can be kind of wonky for that. I wish Twitter would just uh, go ahead and just port the Android app over to a Windows app, and then we could do this on desktops. It'd be so much I never so much had better. A Windows app, to be honest. Yeah. Or what do you mean, well, like an Android phone? Well, right now with the new Windows 11, they actually you can actually pretty much port an Android application into what they call now a Windows application, and then they have it in their like Windows App Store where you could then use it on desktop. Wow, that that sounds fancy and complicated. I have no idea how to. Do <laughs> And shall we wait no. until more people join us? I mean, what? We're only like eight people. Sure, yeah, we can just sit here and sit here and chat for a yeah. bit. Chatting sure. sounds perfect to me. And Chris, it's Cadania. <laughs> Miners of Cadania. Cadania. Yeah, I always yeah. try to I always forget the the ia at the end. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it basically depends on how you say Cadena and how accustomed you yeah. are to say Cadena. Right, because when you suddenly see the I over there, it's like it's a it's it, it mind blows, right? You have no idea how to <laughs> accept that. And Adam, can we tweet about this and try to get a few more people, maybe from the groups or the entire raids that we have suffered today from all of those call groups <laughs> people? Yeah, get some more. Definitely try to get some more people in. We got more people to speak oh, up to yeah. chat for sure. Definitely. How you Kadena doing, fam? I'm, I'm doing quite well. Awesome. Doing quite well. Just still getting, still getting myself affiliated with the uh, whole group of the different whole Kadena ecosphere. So many projects. Just like every day, there's a new project popping out oh, at no, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, we're it's great just to see right though. now starting out to explode, and it's uh, it's fun, right? Especially being in this period of time where everybody's so scared, and we're just building and we're having fun. 
right? And we're innovating and doing some cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm just sending a tweet out anyway, by so, the way. Perfect. Yeah, this uh, this kind of uh, slow, bearish market where everyone's scared to invest really shows the true projects who are just put their head down and bear through it and just work, work, work. And that's what that's what you need, right? You need to just forget about the market. The market will come around. We, if you've been in the crypto long enough, at least a couple of years, you'll know that it's all cycles. It'll come back around. Just gotta wait it out. I've been way too long in crypto to be excited about stuff, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I, I, well, I've, I've been in it since uh, just before the last big 2017-18 uh, rush. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, just watching watching all the ups and downs since then. It's just price change doesn't really affect me anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, once you've gone through the turmoils of the ETH DAO hack, Nothing is gonna, yeah. nothing is gonna surprise or scare you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was. No, I've been lucky time. that. I've been lucky that uh, I was very much ingrained from the very first time when my uncle, who got me into crypto, he was very much your keys, your coins. Do not keep any money on anything centralized ever. He ingrained that from to me right from day one, and I, for that very reason, I don't think I've ever actually like I've never used Bittrex. I've never used any major exchange like that in my entire time in crypto. Wow, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. That's the way the people have to learn, right? That's the way blockchain is going to move forward is taking, is the people stepping up and taking the responsibility. Like that's, they have to realize, like I worked also for a year and a bit doing customer support for uh, a crypto uh, company and like talking to actual users and stuff. And a lot of them can't get past the whole, you know, it's you are 100% in control and also responsible for your wallet and all of that kind of stuff. So if you send money to a to a scammer, there's nothing anyone can do about that, you know. Oh yeah, things like that. It's so hard for people to get that into their that kind of thought into their mind because they're just so used to the centralized, you know, someone's got my back and can help me kind of space that the banks provide, but you know, as as we're seeing worldwide, uh, the fiat currency is on its way out, so it's uh, best to hedge somewhere. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. And right now, crypto, and people, crypto, and silver and gold. Yeah, kinda. And even if people don't see right now that crypto acts as a store of value, they're just not looking properly enough, right? They probably do not understand the long-term implications of what's currently happening: the supply shocks, the massive inflation. I mean, UK just right now announced their inflation. Right? What is it? About nine point one, nine percent. Wow. Yeah. And I swear to God, that's not even the real inflation. It must be about 11, 12% minimum. Oh, easily. You also have to take in the uh, whole, you know, part of like the sanctions with Russia and stuff over there and all of that's the effect that's going to have on the cost of energy and energy costs and things like that. Just, it's just ridiculous. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's definitely definitely a bad situation financially that the world is heading towards, and that's where we need to bring the light with crypto and be like, hey, people, you know, like little salvation over this way. Come over here. 
<laughs> Save yourself before it's too late. <laughs> yeah, and people that don't understand how, basically people that don't see crypto as a good way, like especially Bitcoin and these central, like these very decentralized finite supply things, if they don't see the store of value in that, then they definitely don't even understand how fiat money even works to begin with. You know, they don't understand that their money is literally printed from thin air and never will, there'll never be a cap supply. It'll be, it's infinite, infinite, infinite. And if they want to completely ruin it, they can completely ruin it with the printing of a cup of a machine, which they've been doing the past few years. Just, Whereas Bitcoin's that, 21 million coins. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to have any more. But just to add to what you were saying, like just the other day, I, I think two days ago, I was uh, with my fiance, I think my favorite restaurant. And somehow we got to this 30 minute long discussion about inflation and the origin of inflation and why inflation is bad. And everything revolves around, uh, you know, getting yourself rid of the gold standard because the second that you say, okay, we don't really need money to be backed by something tangible. And you're imagining, okay, I can just, you know, click my fingers and boom, I'm creating money. Money and value cannot just be created out of thin air. It doesn't work that way. Right. And the problem, you know, we're talking about inflation, but we're seeing the same exact problem all around crypto, mainly proof of stake blockchains. The idea that you can just magically inflate value out of nowhere, that's not a healthy sentiment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a fine line. You, you definitely got to do your uh, research when it comes to crypto. Obviously, proof of work is going to be your, your staple way to know that it's going to be a secure thing, which makes Kadena great because it's proof of work and scalable mm -hmm. solves all the problems that we've had. So it's, it's interesting to see. I think there'll be once um, as the inflation throughout the world goes rampant and fiat currencies start to fall and more people move towards crypto as a store of value and things like that, we will see the true decentralized and finite proof of work type projects really pull full, take just pull forward ahead and leave everything else in the dust. Now there is Absolutely. use cases for there is use cases for some fine infinite supplies and you know things like that but not as a store of supply uh, a store of value or anything like that. It, it's just it'll yeah, never work that way. Of course. And you know and then you, you got NFTs on top. Stake. You do have a use case for proof of stake just a specific use case, right? Yes. And hopefully not a settlement layer uh, use case, but there's always a use case for everything as long as the value is actually honestly created, right? And mm -hmm. yeah, NFTs, I am sincerely hoping that now we're going to see, uh, you know, as uh, Demian calls it, uh, the renaissance of crypto. I do hope we will see the renaissance of actual use case NFTs being able to create awesome nfts that actually mean something to the world and actually act as good store value uh, tokens rather than you know uh, by default store value because they're not liquid mm -hmm. not just store of value store of security uh, i believe that the real true use case of nfts 
is going to be things like um, your healthcare records, your dental records, mm. things like that, where uh, you will be the one fully responsible and have full control over your records and be able to, like, you go into your doctor's office and there's an app that, like, you're, it may be government ran, it may be a centralized thing, but it can still use, utilize blockchain, smart contracts, and NFTs to get the job done without people even knowing that that's what they're doing in the background you know a yeah. simple app where you just walk in you open up a qr code on your phone the doctor scans it boom he has your records right then and there and it, and Definitely. when he leaves and he and when he writes down his notes he just it just automatically up he just scans it back into your thing it goes right onto the blockchain it's immutable it's you know it can, it'll always be there it can't be changed like there's just there's so much potential for nfts outside of just the whole either store of value or store of art or anything like that. And the ridiculous thing is by the time we will get to that type of future, we will probably no longer call that NFTs and we will no longer call it crypto. It will just be, yep. right? That will be the default technology yep. that you want to use. It's not going to be something, you know, niche. It's just going to be like, well, it's, like it's just going to be that. It'll fault. be like the HTTP layer of the internet. Most people don't understand how it works, but you know, it, all they know is the, the internet page that comes up and they look at it. Ooh, that's pretty. And you know, all this stuff I can click on, but no one, barely anyone knows exactly how the internet runs on a, on a, protocol level that's what yeah. the future is going to be the protocol level is going to be blockchain but you're not even going to know that that's what it is because you're just going to be oh look at this fancy app that does everything i need it to do you don't need to know that it's using blockchain in the background and those will be the apps that bring the future together for sure definitely awesome well it looks like we're getting a few more people in here now so that's good mm -hmm. uh, i don't know if you uh, want to give your little your usual elevator pitch of uh, miners of Cadenia just to go over the project a little, or just in case there's anyone here that's uh, hasn't heard or isn't aware. Oh, uh, of course. Uh, first of all, mock mock to everybody. I do recognize, <laughs> I think, 70% of the folks over here. Hi, everybody. Glad to have you always with us. Uh, I'm Dor. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of the Miners of Cadenia, also known as Mock. I'm joined by Adam Fletcher, who is our amazing community manager. Mock, mock to you, Adam. Mock, mock. Amazing. So, uh, extremely briefly, uh, Mock is a DeFi protocol that's presented in a gamified environment. We're taking every single thing that's good about crypto, eliminating every single thing that is bad in one gamified environment with one strict goal, which is pushing Kadena forward as a blockchain. How do we do that? Simple. Thank you for asking. And we're creating a system in which TVL is a priority, in which integrating with the Kadena blockchain is a priority in many different types, shapes, and forms. When projects usually think, okay, of how do I build myself the best project for myself, we're thinking, how can we build the best project for Kadena? And the only way for us to do that is by actually operating and collaborating with other projects on Kadena to give them a platform uh, to showcase what it is that they can do. And even if what it is that they do is not necessarily 
comfortable for the average user, we're going to make it comfortable by presenting it in a very, very slick environment. So, you know, even your niece can use it. And that is basically it. We got play to earn. We got awesome, awesome, awesome utility-based NFTs. And we pretty much will have every single thing uh, you can dream of. Sounds great. Kind of sounds very much in line with what we're trying to do over at KPN of making a platform for the community to present themselves, whereas you're doing it in a DeFi, right, gamified, actual, like, people will be able to see it, physically see it, whereas we're more just like a community building uh, network. You're going to be an actual game community building network. Sounds amazing. Hopefully it will be. I mean, there's a lot of work to get things done perfectly and to get things done securely. But I do believe that the things that we're doing today will be used by Kadena, by investors in Kadena, and by other projects on Kadena for the next several years at the minimum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like to like, and that kind of ties back to what we were saying before of how we're going to progress with blockchain of making things simple so that people don't really know exactly how it works in the background, but that it just works, which is kind Mm -hmm. of sounds like what you guys are trying to build with this game. Something, it makes it simple for someone to step in and and do these things because most people are scared to, you know, you you see a DEX, you go in, you know, oh, what are these DEXs? And you go and look them up and their interfaces scare a lot of people away. I know, like like I was saying before, how I don't use centralized exchanges because order books and all that kind of stuff, those charts, everything like that just freaks me out and just makes me totally nervous. (laughs) So I'm sure there's people that are just like me, just like me that much prefer, you know, oh, I want to swap this for this and then press go and it does it. You know, that's that's what's and that sounds like what you're kind of building inside a game structure, which sounds even oh, yeah. better. Yeah, because once you gamify it, it's much less intimidating, but you're also much more attracted to it, right? If I tell you, listen, come and swap every single day, right? I'm incentivizing you to do that. Does it matter what it is that you're doing? Does it matter if you're swapping A to B? No, it doesn't. But the only thing that matters is that you are getting this tiny incentive. And with that tiny incentive, right, you're becoming more engaged. So I'm telling you, listen, your assignment for today, and again, this is such a minor example, right? Swap from KDA to Hype. What does that mean? That means that you right now are getting a chance to actually understand what hype is, right? And to so many other tokens on the Kadena blockchain, not only making those, you know, relevant to you because now you're holding them, even if you didn't know about them, also creating the opportunity to be earning tokens you haven't heard of previously in a gamified fashion, that usually brings adoption. Yeah, definitely. Uh, play to earn is definitely going to be the future. And even like with NFTs, a lot of uh, people, when they look at NFT projects nowadays, look at the utility case and passive income and things like that that come along with the NFTs. So it's good to see that, you know, all of that still stuff is going to be all part of the game in a very fun and simple way that, like you said, even like your niece or your granddaughter, or your your daughter, or like someone under what I'm guessing probably as low as what eight, eight or maybe eight, six to eight years old could probably figure it out. Now that kids nowadays, how you, 
two or three years old, they know how to work a cell phone, it seems. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one might argue that that is not necessarily a positive thing, but it is what it is. No. It is what it is, but it's if it, that's it also comes down to the sense of I also firmly believe that the parents of those children should be very much, you know, watching what their kids are doing on those devices. And at the same time, you know, they could also set up some kind of parental controls and maybe as well within the system. Maybe well, that'd be something down. down I, I can just say I'm happy that I don't have kids and I do have that's <laughs> enough for me these days. But yeah, yeah, sounds legit. For sure. Awesome. Now, I was looking a little bit too at the actual uh, NFTs themselves, like all the different uh, skins and different uh, utility toys and like diamonds and pitchforks and all that kind of stuff that they have. Uh, you want to just go over a little bit too on how the NFTs, if I say buy, you know, five or six of these NFTs, when the game is available to me, how will these NFTs will be used by the user in the in the environment? Of course. So the first thing I want to say is we have many different kinds of NFTs because we're all about interoperability, right? One thing doesn't necessarily need to equal another thing, right? But those two things can work extremely well together. So we got our miners who are the, ba the base NFTs. Their job is simple, to mine. What to mine, where to mine, how to mine, that's up to you. But their job is to mine. You go, you send them to the mines, they get rewards. Now, here comes the decision-making part of how do you maximize your yields and rewards, right? Do you focus right now on getting yourself the best type of equipment that boosts your strength? Do you focus right now on getting as many potions to try and maximize your stats? Do you focus on getting beer, ale? to recharge your endurance. What is it that you do to maximize the best yield possible? Now, the good thing about this, and this is something that might bore some people, but the yields themselves are extremely unique because we're not providing one type of reward. We can provide about 15. And those rewards can be tokens, that can be NFTs, native to mock and not native to mock which always creates the scenario in which there's something new to do. And that is part of our approach of being a gateway to the entire Kadena ecosystem. But to summarize, you get yourself a miner, you upgrade your miner, you get more rewards and so on and so on and so on when the rewards are ultimately sustainable. Because if they're not sustainable, there's no future to the protocol. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So that's pretty much explains my answer right there. So, uh, I love the, the whole design of them as well. Like I know everyone calls them hamsters, but they, I don't think they look like hamsters at all. I think they look more like a, like a, a, something unique. It's not really, I can't really put a name an animal to it. You know, I wouldn't call it. It's a capybara. Really it's a capybara. capybara. And yes, is that, so it's it, a capybara. It's is that an actual animal? It is, and it is an adorable animal. It's pretty unique to the Kadena ecosystem. It's actually a long-term okay. symbol for Kadena. I'm not sure if you've seen, but it's mainly on Telegram. Most of the you know, stickers have yeah. cappies in them for one reason or another. But I, I would love to say this. I'm a, an extremely, 
how can I say this without insulting anybody? I don't give a fuck about art. Okay. I, I apologize, <laughs> but that's the honest answer. I'm an honest guy. I love being honest. I don't give a damn about art. I don't care about art. I care about utility. But if you're yeah. doing something, you must do it right. So even if personally I don't care about art, it is important for me to make sure that the users that do care about art do get something pleasant to look at while they're interacting with it. Because anything less than the best we can actually produce is just not good enough. Yeah. And like I said, right now, like NFT started off as being, you know, oh, look at these cool pictures, you know, but now it's become so much more people have become aware of NFTs and aware of what their actual capable capabilities are and uh, realize that, you know, utility is more important. But art, you know, you still like you said, you still need that. Ooh, that's pretty. You know, it's like I was a chef for 20 years and pr presentation wow. yeah. is is huge yes presentation is a huge part of your dish you know you can know you could have the best tasting... <laughs> oh yeah you're a chef as well you're in the no, restaurant I just business love food i just love eating oh. <laughs> so you know like presentation is a lot like when you see something it could, it could taste the best tasting food you've ever tasted but if it's just thrown on a plate in no real way just flat just blah it's not going to mm -hmm. be as appealing to you or as tasty so like definitely. presentation, like, so like I said, like these definitely you guys picked a very good art structure and just looks like everything you down to the little tiny, little tiny tattoos and things that you can see, you know, really, uh, really nailed it on the head for sure. Sorry to disappoint, but we're getting rid of that tattoos. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> yeah. I'm, That's okay. Okay. Just, just to comment on that. Um, a lot of people heard me say that a lot. I'm a big Ayn Rand fan. Uh, form <laughs> follows function, right? Form must always follow function. Everything about yeah. the design of mock is meant to themselves. They might be pretty, yes, but they're built in a certain way. And the reason they're built in that certain way is for us to make sure that we are capable of having them modular and upgradable over a long period of time to always provide something new the same with the game app itself right uh, we got an amazing artistic team even if i don't like art i'm still capable of admitting that we got a good art team right mm -hmm. an expensive art team but we made a calculated decision not to be building a 3d protocol right a 3d metaverse we decided to go for a 2d metaverse for the very simple reason that we know, okay, 3D sale sells more than 2D, but we know that we have absolutely no business telling people, hey guys, look what we're building. It's so sexy. Let's take $5 million from you guys and release something in 24. We don't want to do that, right? So yeah. the 2D map is also intentionally 2D to be able to scale as more projects get integrated into mock. That's good. That's very uh, thinking forward. It's very uh, definitely needed in this space because, like you said, uh, those 3Ds and all these decentralized models and stuff, 
as more and more gets built onto it, it's just going to need more and more to run those systems for people to download them and all this kind yeah. of stuff. It's just, it's getting, it's like to the point now where the main, uh, like the new call of duty type games, you're looking at a hundred gigabytes of space you need on your computer to download these mm -hmm. games. Like Definitely. that's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's just not, pra and let's admit it. It's not practical, right? I mean, no, it's not, not to FUD anybody, but, these central lands sucks, right? Sandbox sucks, right? Other than being an overly hyped uh, idea, there's no real value being produced. And if there's no real value being produced, then the systemic approach and the architecture of the project is faulty. It doesn't matter how much it's valued if it's overvalued. For sure. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit angry. <laughs> I get a bit passionate about <laughs> no, uh, these subjects. No, that's quite all right. It's good to have passion about things. So let's uh, turn that passion to what we're really here to talk about, and that is the upcoming IDO. I'm very excited. Ooh. We've got lots of people joined in now. we got uh, some HyperDex people joining in as well. So uh, I know you guys had a big AMA the other day and a big reveal of your alpha news. So I'm sure most a lot of the people here have already looked into the allocations and all of that kind of stuff. But uh, let's just mm -hmm. run them through it real quickly and let everyone know how this is going to work. Awesome. So basically, Hypersim created an amazing system, a gamified system, and we love gamified systems because two things happen within that system. A is randomization, okay, and B, fairness. Randomization goes extremely well together with the matter of fairness because we don't like whales, right? And, and we're saying that as whales ourselves, right? I mean... I'm a relatively big holder in several projects on Kadena. And I know that if right now I suddenly need a lot of money and I want to dump my tokens, I know what I'm going to create uh, when it comes to that economy. I don't want to go right now, sell something and dump the price 60%. It doesn't make any sense. And that usually happens if the approach is not fair. If the approach is not fair, you're going to hurt a lot of people. Now, it doesn't mean that people are not going to make money. It just means that when the first person ultimately decides to sell, you're going to screw everybody else over. So Hypersim created an amazing system in which it works this way. You got yourself hype, you stake your hype, and staking your hype allows you to either buy tickets that are cheaper or buy guaranteed allocations that are more expensive, but they guarantee you an allocation. And it works in a system based on diminishing returns. If I'm not mistaken, you can buy yourself a maximum of five guaranteed allocation and a maximum of nine tickets. If I'm not mistaken, the total staking and the total hype you need to stake for that is about 9,700, 9,800 hype. And it's incredibly cheap when you're thinking about it, right? Because if you go to any Bluezilla uh, launchpad, we're talking about having to hold 150, half a million uh, right before the bear market started where we're talking about sometimes a million and a half just to get the maximum allocation. And even then, you wouldn't really get a fair allocation, right? So over here, we're talking about, I think, roughly seven, $8,000 towards getting the maximum possible allocation in the mock IDO. 
And that's it, pretty much. So you can either have hype and stake it for either tickets or guaranteed allocations, or you can have a whitelist that guarantees you one allocation, or you can have both. Awesome. So now the ticket system, um, I was listening to the AMA you guys had the other day as well. Now, if your ticket doesn't get picked in the first round, I heard there was like a kind of like a loser's pool it goes into. A lucky loser's round, yes. A lucky loser's round. So want to maybe just uh, give a quick explanation about how that's going to work? Yeah, definitely. So um, in the first round, you have those that got a whitelist, you got those that got guaranteed allocations by staking hype, and you have those that won with the lottery with their tickets. Okay? And the first round is calculated in the sense of, let's say, Everybody that won purchases 100% of the allocation, and it never happens because never everybody purchases a 100% maximum allocation, right? It's almost statistically impossible, right? What happens is after that round, the second round happens, and in the second round, those that actually bought tickets um, re-enter into the draw with a lower allocation. So if in the first round you had let's say a million dollars divided across a thousand people, technically a thousand people could have bought a thousand dollars on average, right? But let's say only 700,000 was purchased. Now you got $300,000 moving on to the next round. And those, um, those that did not win in the first allocation get their tickets redrawn amongst themselves and the allocation get uh, distributed again between those individuals. The third round, in case there's any slippage or like a spillage, Andre calls it, um, they can buy in the third round. So in the third round, basically anybody who registered can continue buying in case it's not uh, completely sold. Awesome. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. much more sense. It's a pretty I like, cool I like the idea too. It'll, and it allows pretty much everyone to get a chance. Yeah, good. and a fair chance. There's a, a fair chance, yeah. There's a stake. There's a different phase for each different thing. And if you get right in at the start, even if you don't, uh, like if you just buy the tickets themselves, even if you don't win the first allocation, you're pretty much almost guaranteed in one of the next two phases to be able to be part of oh, yeah. the IDO, oh, which yeah. is great. Definitely. Awesome. I don't know if any of the other uh, speakers, maybe someone from the Hypercent team wants to step in and uh, maybe talk a little bit from their side what uh, what uh, Hypercent's maybe bringing to the table and we can make this more of a round table. Hi, Spaceman. I know we got a couple of people. The <laughs> <laughs> Space Brother coming out. Mark, Mark. Mark, Mark, Mark. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It, it is always uh, good to listen to uh, KPN and uh, mock EMS. And uh, kudos to you guys organizing such an event uh, regularly. Uh, I can't thank enough uh, to you guys to educate us with uh, all the things going on. So first of all, uh, thank you for that. And mo- moving on that, uh, mock, mock IDO is one of the exciting things uh, personally for me. The reason is that I would like to say some backstory if you have time. So sorry for that. I will be get a bit longer this time. 
so uh, mock is something like that uh, personally favorite project for me the reason is that it's not uh, not because of that it is happening in hypersense platform it is happening because uh, this is a favorite because i i never like uh, nft in my life i never bought nft before the first project i am going to uh, honestly liking nft the gamify project and buying is mock that is because of the project and the door the patient uh, what they are putting into it what they are doing that uh, defi protocols in gamified in, uh, environment these things uh, made interesting point and uh, use cases so first time i i am a nft boomer and i am going to be a, a nft holder first time when mock uh, going to release the nfts and uh, i'm i'm going to i i am so much excited about this project because uh, like out of a lot of projects are getting launched mock is uh, one of the minus of cadenia is one of the best project uh, that is going to be launched in this year uh, like we have we had a good projects uh, till now but uh, this will be something uh, very different the first of the kind in cadena so of course it is going to be help uh, massive for our cadena uh, ecosystem so for that there is another huge thanks for uh, mock team for doing this stuff and if you if you notice that uh, the one one other good things about uh, uh, eco is that uh, you call uh, dark or uh, alex there are multiple mm-hmm. name is in <laughs> multiverse right so so eco the best thing about eco is that uh, this guy is literally everywhere in cadena uh, and he he just don't think like uh, uh, he is running a project he he helps everyone in the cadena ecosystem you will see any project you will be finding this person before us so he will be reaching out them uh, he will be helping out this guy is so passionate uh, like uh, i i i've been learning lot of things from this guy and having a founder like him in a project of mark is uh, obviously a huge advantage i, I would say that uh, like uh, not, not a professional point of view personal point of view don't miss this project guys uh, get on and uh, buy something whatever you can that's all that 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 is my my thinking so uh, sum it up uh, the whatever uh, uh, we are like whatever the things which which is going to happen uh, in uh, coming weeks so stay tuned uh, listen to the announcements uh, follow the twitter of uh, minus of academia if you wish follow hypersense and stay tuned any 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 doubts you, you guys having you can reach uh, reach, reach us and our moderators like uh, we have uh, very very good moderators including i am one of the moderator in hypersense we can help you help you out in any any doubt you have because hypersense uh, idio is something uh, is very, very different like it it is it is not like a normal launch vehicle let's see that uh, you will be buying that max allocation for uh, you you spend lot of money for buying max allocation those type of bullshit is not here so people will be surprised what is this process for the first time it is natural if you confuse you can reach us out we are happy to clarify you guys again mock mock and thank you for your time thank you spaceman we love spaceman every single time a spaceman comes up we're having fun two things a not financial advice b you got to stop complimenting me people will end up thinking i'm a nice person i'm not a nice person we cannot afford anybody to think that <laughs> you, you, you can be you can be humble as whatever you want but my opinion i won't change man i'm also not humble i'm like the least humble person 
I know. I'm greedy. I'm selfish. I'm usually extremely angry. You slave driver. Very much. Not, I'm a slave driver, right? Yeah. And a lot of things like else? <laughs> so, so I think this is one of the good quality guys. Listen to this guy. No one can be open as much as this guy. So again, one more reason for me to like him. <laughs> Another thing that you mentioned too is the fact that uh, coming together, all of these projects need to come together and work together to build this ecosystem because we're we're so early in the game that there's so much that needs to be done. So the more you know. Many hands make lighter work, so it's happy to see, I'm very happy to see all these people actually coming together, like you saying, you know, just supporting each other and being there. And you know, if you need help, you know, figuring out a certain smart contract thing, I'm sure there's a project that's figured that out already that's more than willing to jump in and help. So it's great to see like Absolutely. the Kadino ecosystem community do that. And just to add to that, you know, we at the mock team, surprising that it's us, but it's us, right? We care incredibly about the concept of security, right? Incredibly. I think more than anything else, it's the number one thing we care about over here in this space because I'm per I personally know what it's like to be managing a lot of money, right, as a fund. I know what it's like to control a lot of money and to have every single decision you do be extremely overwhelming when it comes to the importance importance of it when you do things in a decentralized fashion under smart contracts it must be perfect and over here i do have something to tell you guys which is another bit of alpha right and this is alpha that's not going to be only used uh, by mock it will be used by any other uh, project building and launching on cadena adam mute yourself you're typing so loudly holy cow <laughs> What the Sorry, must have keyboard? a mechanic, mechanical keyboard. Mechanical yeah, keyboard. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yep. Okay, so what was I? What was I saying? I was saying something important. Oh yes, right. So I got some alpha both when it comes to us and when it comes to every single other project on Kadena that we just established a very very relationship with one of the largest. I'm not gonna mention names right now. One of the largest and most powerful auditing firms uh, in the world for crypto and web free. And they are now in the process of learning PACT. And they will be ready in a very, very short amount of time to start auditing Kadena projects. So hallelujah to all of us. We're going to have some safety. Yes, that's uh, that's something that is very much needed as we've seen some of these uh, bugs come up in some of the other systems that people have been working on that, uh, in oh, yeah. my opinion, just in the system I've been, like I've been helping with the development of crypto applications and stuff before. And yeah, there needs to be a, a lot more audit work being done on these things before they're released in the public, before you know we have something major happen and a lot of people lose a lot of money. Definitely. I, I can tell that there was a period of time that I swear to God, I've been in crypto a long time, right? In that specific moment in time, if the wrong person would have noticed what it is that we over here noticed, right? The entire ecosystem would have been completely screwed. But all of the, the projects in Kadena came together to solve it, fix it in a very, very quiet manner between ourselves. 
to make sure that that is not going to repeat itself. And ever since then, we've had a thorough walkthrough, not only in our code, but a lot of other codes on Kadena to make sure that the ecosystem is not in jeopardy. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, it's like I like I always say, just many hands make lighter work. So the more the more eyes you have on something before it actually is released to the public is always going to be the better. But at the same time, you have to have trustworthy people who are going to do a thorough audit and aren't going to be like, oh yeah, that's fine, and then save an exploit for themselves down the road as there has been bad actors in this space throughout the past you know, 10, 10 years or so. But uh, yeah, it's great to hear that you guys are teaming up with a great auditing system because that'll not only bring more uh, value to not just your project, but like you said, all projects on the Kadena ecosystem. Definitely. That's that's awesome to hear. Yeah, you guys have been definitely working hard, and it's good to see like um, lots of other projects uh, definitely out there are kind of almost spinning their wheels at uh, development just because of the, how early we are in the game. So the more people that are willing to step up and you know present these tools and education for the community, the better. So yeah, I, I definitely kudos to Mock for that, and I'm very excited to see like what uh what can be done in the form of a gamified system like uh it'd be cool like to have little in the i'm just kind of trying to imagine what the actual game itself would be like when i'm playing it of uh just like going on maybe little quests to learn things like a quest to learn about how to mine cadena and you actually get a little bit for doing it like you said you know play to earn mm -hmm. but it is also educational at the same time which is something that's very much needed in this uh in this system for sure. I cannot in good faith say it's educational, but I will maybe compare it to something different, right? Imagine if we say education is teaching somebody how to drive. In our case, it's driving for you, right? We'll put you in the passenger seat and we're just driving with you and we're showing you, hey, this is how it's done. It's not that difficult. What was that? Oh. Uh, I'm not sure. Let's just uh, keep moving forward. Yeah. So it's uh, some of you are a little excited. Not exactly teaching you, and it's more towards doing the work for you, but work that you have never done before to just show you that it's not really intimidating. And that way, A, uh, incentivize you to be participating in things that everybody, in my opinion, should be participating in because this is crypto. The idea of crypto is decentralized finance. It's supposed to be your own bank, right? Not only controlling your own money, but being able to borrow, lend, provide liquidity, trade, all of those things you're supposed to know how to do. And many of us are only exposed to just one of those things, which is doing swaps. Now, doing swaps is amazing. It's great. But there's so much more to do because the idea is how do we make value? How do we create value? And value, again, is not created out of thin air. It's a transition. It's a transition of time, of effort, of means into the actual creation of value. For sure, having things like LPs built right in, things where people can 
their money work for them will definitely be uh, you know like you said people are just kind of used to the whole oh i trade coin a for coin b but like uh, there's so much more that is involved with decentralized finance that just needs to be all brought in under a simplified simplified umbrella system that then people will just be like oh people are like oh this is this is this is amazing you know why haven't i been doing this my whole life <laughs> I don't need to use banks anymore. The banks. <laughs> exactly. Get exactly. That, 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 that is that something that I moment. think, and that is something that I think Kadena desperately needs, right? Especially yeah. if we can make these things seamless, right? It's gonna be good. Okay. I mean, it's like uh, I'll give you an example: DeFi kingdoms, right? DeFi kingdoms is basically was basically the bread and butter of the Harmony network, right? And we're better than DeFi kingdoms. Told you, Spaceman, I'm not humble. I told you I'm not humble. <laughs> okay, we, we will definitely will argue about this point later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a new system that we move towards because a lot of people don't realize that um, when you put your money into a bank, they're doing exactly the same things with your money that we're talking about right now. They're taking your money and putting them into LPs and things and making money off of your money. That's like when, um, for the longest time, I never kept any money in the bank. Ever since like around 2008, I stopped using banks. I cashed out my paychecks as soon as I got them and everything. And one day the bank manager came up to me and said, we notice you don't keep money with us. How can we make that you know, make that better for you. And I said, that's very simple. Don't charge me a single cent to use any of your services. And he's like, well, you know, we can't do that unless you hold, you know, a certain amount of money in your bank account. And I said, well, no, the way I see it is I put $1 in my bank account. You turn around, give the guy behind me $10 and then net all of that money right into your pocket and then put the dollar back in my account. I'm like, so why would I pay you to make money with my money. If anything, you should be paying me to put money in your bank account. You know, and even the bank manager looked me right in the face, right in the eye and was like, you're correct, bye-bye, and just walked away. He knew that I was, I knew what I was talking about. And like, that's what we need to do as people, to step up, take control of your money, and use these DeFi services. Make your money work for you. Absolutely. So yeah, I have, I'm, I'm very I have, excited. I have uh, three questions. If I may ask uh, uh, Eco about it, can I? Of course. Yeah. Uh, like uh, there are a couple of questions. Like uh, people generally asking, might be uh, some people also wanted to ask this. So uh, the question is that about staking. So uh, uh, you guys mentioned already staking will be uh, uh, available within a month or so from the TG. Is that right? Uh, staking is already available technically mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. it's not like something we need to develop we already developed it it's already ready a lot of the things we have are already ready we don't want to wait any we don't want to have anybody wait for anything that they don't don't need to wait for right but based on our tokenomics we thought it would be smarter to first let the market do its course to stabilize a bit and mm -hmm. a month after TGE released the staking functionality. So exactly one month after the TGE itself, everybody will be able to start staking their Magma. Okay, with the excellent. highest APY on Kadena. 
yeah the my my question is next about that only see i want to ask you how much is the api because it is not good for me to ask you right now but i will mm-hmm. be asking you what is the high, uh, highest api right now <laughs> i don't know that the highest <coughs> Sorry, what is the highest the api highest going APY on, on kadena or what's the highest api at all no no i am asking you said that uh, we will the highest api in kadena echo right once the staking yes. started so i mean that i mean to ask that what is the uh, current highest which project and what is the percentage oh, do you so, know in yeah uh, of course uh, first of all <laughs> there is only i mean technically it depends right I mean you got two projects that you can stake right now right so let's check right now okay so um actually I'm wrong we're not the highest right well technically we are the okay basically you got babe uh, from the bena finance uh, fanel says uh, uh um certificate of deposit project that he gives 83% APY right but that is something that's tricky because there is almost no liquidity over over there so it doesn't really it doesn't really matter because you're not going to be able to sell for that APY and uh, the second is a Katie launch Katie launch has a 13.3% APY uh-huh okay so, so i imagine cannot... between those areas between 13.3 and about 100 who knows <laughs> I, I think i am i'm running my imaginations right now okay i i am getting pretty good good idea about that uh, my next question uh, is uh, this one like uh, see uh, i have been a part of lot of defi basically that staking uh, tends to you know uh, dump on the project lately in the defi Great, uh, yeah 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 the same thing but but right now like how how the staking will be in uh, mark right is that uh, uh, that you have to stake for a particular constant period of time or you can stake no. and unstake any time no uh, so two things a you're not forced to lock your kda uh, your mark right uh, okay it's not like you lock for a month or you lock for a year you can stake your mark today withdraw it a minute later withdraw it a week later i don't care second thing there's zero penalties for stake if for unlocking right mm. why two reasons a i said so b i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of penalizing people penalizing people for wanting to have control of their money right i mean Chris just spoke about their money. having control of your money, right? Why would I charge you to unlock your money? Why would I tell you no, you must stake for a month? No, I don't want to do that. You want to take your money a day later, right? Sell it, do that. It's your money. It's your decision, right? And projects will only succeed once they actually understand that value cannot be manipulated, right? You cannot force somebody right to get rid of their money and you hope okay if i right now how do i create value oh i make sure that people cannot sell no that is not how you create value that is not how you make people profitable you make people profitable by always giving them a use case if you cannot give people a use case what are you even building right 
Yeah, that's that's, right. that's, that's seventy five percent of the crypto market you just named. That's <laughs> of the crypto. Even more, yeah. Eighty eight percent of the crypto market is about trying just to get people points. not to sell, right? <laughs> so hey, no wonder right now crypto is crashing. Crypto is crashing right now because everything is just so hollow. I don't want to be hollow. Mark doesn't want to be it's, hollow. Mark wants to create it's like real the stock market. value. It's like it's no. me. What's killing everything is what's killing crypto and the stock market at the same time is meme stuff. Quite honestly, meme coins, meme stocks, people betting on things that have absolutely no use case, no nothing behind them other than here buy this. <laughs> you yeah. know, and people are falling for it. It's sad. People are like you can't. Yeah, sure. If you're if you're in the know and you get in and out quick enough, you can turn a good buck with these coins. But, you know, they're really just made to just dump on everyone you know, else. You know, there's another place in which you can make a quick buck, and it's called Las Vegas, right? It depends on your exactly. risk profile, but we don't necessarily want to bring such a high level of risk, right? When being a conservative uh, DeFi app is good, right? Because we actually create a stable growth. Right. And in this period of time, people need a hedge on their money, as you said. Yeah. And hearing that you're not going to have you're not going to penalize people like that's one thing I see about a lot of these uh, staking platforms and things. You know, they a you have to stake for a minimum amount of time. B, you know, you can't withdraw within, you know, three months of that time. And if you do, it's going to you're going to lose, you know, one to five percent of your holdings. And it's just like, but why? Like, you're it's that's not the whole point of decentralization. You're, you're no, turning I'll, decentralization I'll around. I'll, I'll I'll tell you why, because they're incentivizing you not to sell, right? They're incentivizing yeah. you not to sell by penalizing you if you do. Oh, you want to sell? Hey, that's all good. But hey, you got to pay me 5% of your money. The 5%, that goes to everybody else who's so nice and complacent, right? Because they're doing exactly what it is that you want them to do, which is not touch the money, right? Because the entire goal is let's create a supply squeeze by making sure that people do not sell, right? And they only buy, 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 buy. But that's not how value is created because once people do ultimately say enough is enough and they do sell, well, that's painful, right? So you got to enable commerce, right? In one of the first AMAs we had, somebody asked me, right, how will you make sure people do not sell? And I'm like, why the hell would I want to do that, right? Imagine if somebody came to Mock, made a, 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 a invested a thousand dollars, right? He turned the thousand dollars into five thousand dollars. Why would I not want them to take some of the money back home, buy himself a new iPhone, take his girlfriend to lunch, right? Do something with that money. It's much better than just hodling wealth without actually enjoying wealth, which is something all of us need to do, right? Yeah, that's definitely good points. Yeah, people need to just step up and realize that, you know, there's other ways to do business. You know, it's not always about, you know, what's good for the few. It's not always good for the many. Yeah, and that is a really excellent point, uh, Eko. And uh, one thing I want to ask that, uh, will there be a, a DAO uh, in the mock? 
uh, I know that uh, you you've been discussing lately with a lot of AMA about DAOs, but I just want to know that is there a DAO going to be happen, and if so, what what are the uh, what are the powers the DAO will have? Okay, so <clears throat> I'm gonna begin by saying I don't like DAOs. Okay, again, I'm an honest person. I don't like DAOs. Why do I not like DAOs? Because DAOs, nine times out of ten, look at Solon, right? are a manipulation, right? It's a false pretense of a democracy. It's a false facade. So we're not going to publish a DAO until we manage to get it right. And with this, I can tell you honestly, after all consideration, Mock will either have zero DAOs or most likely two DAOs, right? But never under no circumstance, one DAO, right? Why? One DAO must be catered towards matters of DeFi, finances, yields, and so on. The second DAO must be catered more towards play to earn, gameplay, additional uh, elements to be implemented into the protocol, more protocol integrations. The reason why we're doing that is because we understand things. And we understand that if right now you're a whale that has a half a million dollars of mock, you do not care what NFTs are added. You care about the yields and the staking rewards you get. We got to take care of you because though, without those whales, everybody else is not going to become profitable over time. But we do also understand that if right now the only thing you do, the only thing you care about is what's the next expansion that's going to come to mock, what cool NFTs, how will I be able to be a bit more profitable on my daily mining, right? That individual does not care about the yields of the stakers because that doesn't interest him any one bit. So the best way for us to actually approach that equation is create two separate DAOs. One DAO for the staking part and for the finances part has diminishing returns on the amount of mock you actually have to make sure that no abuse can actually happen on the protocol. The second DAO for gamified play to earn part of the DAO is actually gonna have multiplier in your votes, right? And that's gonna work based on your minor level. If you have a level one minor, you have one vote. If you have a level seven minor, you have seven votes, right? And depends on the amount of NFTs you have. The main reason why we're doing that is because we want to penalize proof of stake and we want to support and encourage proof of work. And it's a small little analogy of it. Because if you stake, you just put your money and you go away, right? But if you mine continuously and you participate in the play to earn, right? Well, you're actually participating in that constantly and you're working towards making yourself an income. So yeah, that's pretty important for us. That's that's really a brilliant plan, Eko. Either zero or go for the all-in. That's a great approach. Oh yeah, and again, I'm saying, this is an extremely like tight balance that you gotta, you know, walk over. Uh, it's a tightrope. And like you were saying, DAOs can almost kind of be like proof of stake, where they just tend towards the wit, the rich, and the whales seem to control it, right? Yeah, definitely. As as we've seen with Soul, as we've definitely seen in this past little while with Soul, and we can see it in many, <laughs> many, many different places. Yeah. 
No, I definitely like the whole idea of having definitely two different DAOs, if anything. It's like you can't have one creating the, – the ecosystem is two different platforms, like you said. It has the finance side, and then it has the, the gamified side. So it definitely will need two deciding parties. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Anyone else uh, want to step up and uh, – feel like uh, contributing we got uh, some time left here we take some questions maybe if anyone has any questions about the IDO if you have anything uh, else as well that you want to add there Dar um I don't know I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> if you guys ask me something I'll answer yeah feel free if you uh, aren't a speaker already to send in a request I know oh, I definitely learned a lot more to say. sure oh yeah. Yeah, awesome Okay, so I'm proud to say that Mark is nine followers away from 10,000 followers on Twitter. Wow, that's quite the milestone. Now, to me, to me, it doesn't really mean anything because I really don't understand that part, and I'm counting on our CMO to take care of those things, right? And Adam today, right? Yeah. But yeah, it turns out 10,000 is a big milestone. Wow, yeah, that's yeah, a big exactly. It's huge. We've done yeah, so nine, well. Nine, that's nine, nine, that's community. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, go on. That's awesome. We just passed 7,500 ourselves a little while ago, so it's good to see uh, the channels growing at exponential rates. Yeah, it's yeah, really good to see. Good. Yeah. yeah, we've got a pretty yeah, damn amazing community, to be honest. Yeah, I talk to them every day, and... You know, I've considered a, a lot of them to be friends as well. So, yeah, I've met, I've met loads of people, so that's good. Uh, your Telegram channel's always, always bumping, so yeah. I'm always watching. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the best thing is that uh, the followers, uh, um, the mock got, the 10K they are going to get, this is not something like, you know, that uh, shitty marketing, that uh, it is built organically. I know that... Uh, I know that how much uh, Eco and uh, Mock team has been in the AMAs lately, how much work they have put. I think it is uh, the, the result is the work, what they did till now. I just yeah, wait, I wait, think to, we kind of ruined that today. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 Wow. Uh, you're you're going to so... die, Echo, when I send you this. I've been like silently working away during this space and uh, with like that, that of the week. That is where you're wrong, <laughs> That is where you're wrong. I'm already dead inside. have been dead inside for about five, six years already. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're doubling up on his AMAs because obviously there's not much time left now before this idea. So we'll, we'll, we'll probably be scheduling two, maybe three, maybe four AMAs during a day with their different um, projects and communities. So um, we'll watch out for that. I'll be dropping some details about the schedule um, you know, in a couple of days' time. Have fun. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys have been going hard the last few days. I've been noticing like a couple, almost one or two AMAs every day. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. we're, we're getting exactly. close to our IDO, so we got to increase exposure. Marketing is important. Yeah. And you cannot ignore that. Right. Yeah, but the most important thing is that even after the IDO itself, we're going to continue doing weekly AMAs. Right. And we owe it to our community to continue being in communication with them. Yep. Totally.
totally. And we're going to deliver that anyway with the series of Mock Friday events. And uh, there's also like another type of uh, discussion that I'm sort of like working on at the moment. Uh, we'll get, get like a sort of like panel discussion together, uh, talk, you know, talk about like set subjects for each sort of like panel discussion and uh, work from there. But uh, that, that's a sort of idea anyway. But I need to reach out to a few more people to get uh, some more speakers on board. Uh, I understand that uh, you guys are going to be speaking at the Cadena Talks today at uh, on YouTube. Oh yes, Cadena Lifestyles. Yes, yes, so, and I'm so excited about that. And I'm honestly in love with uh, Demian from Cadena Lifestyle for doing that. It's yeah. like really doing something awesome for the Cadena yeah, ecosystem. Really more is, people yeah. need to see that. Yeah, guys yeah, that are yeah, he is. He's like such a such a like top guy. He's Demian. He's he's really really nice. I spoke to him a couple of times, and he's he's like so like helpful, humble, uh, and he's so charismatic. So you, you'll you'll see when you speak to him. He's, he, you've obviously spoke to him anyway, but he, he'll get me fine. <laughs> he is he's a top guy. So I'm looking forward. Yeah, we to had that. a good chat. Yeah, we had a good yeah. chat uh, last week, I believe. So, yeah, well, you guys are definitely welcome always over here at KPN. We always just, you know, we, we've already shared calendars. We definitely keep track of each other. So uh, definitely uh, be def setting up more things in the future. That's for sure. We're yeah, always sure. open. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, awesome. Might well, if anyone... Uh, <laughs> might be in touch to arrange something on a, uh, you know, more regular sort of weekly sort of space um for sure. sort of collaborate maybe hypercent as well and see if we can get them on board as well with it well, so. i'll uh, i'll try to jump into more of your uh, friday your friday spaces that you guys hold every friday yeah yeah that'll be Join the that'll cool, yeah, conversations yeah. there yeah yeah that'll be good that'll be good yeah look forward to it can can we awesome well I was just about to ask Adam I mean is there any way that we can move mock friday to Thursdays I mean, you know, over, yeah, over here, you are. yeah. Over here in, I mean, over here in Israel, you know. No, yeah, yeah is, no, you've got a really Friday bad way Friday is day yeah. off, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's the day in which you go yeah. out and you do stuff with people. Now, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go out and do stuff. I'm just going to stay home and sleep, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know, I know. You know. You're totally right. You're totally right. I thought about that before, and it, it, we probably would get a little bit more exposure, you know, a bit more engagement if we moved it to a Thursday. So, you know, Friday sort of afternoon, people are finishing work and going out for a night out and stuff. So I don't, we might get a bit more engagement. So we've been struggling to sort of like push over sort of like 40 listeners on, on those spaces. So... Yeah, something to think about. Actually, it's pretty funny. Today I spoke with uh, my CMO and uh, COO, and I told them, listen, once we're done with the IDO, right, I'm going to sleep until 9, and don't you dare wake me up, right? I earned it. I earned waking up at 9. <laughs> But the but you won't you won't be able to have that for too long, you know, because you can't you can't be resting up for too long. We've got we've got more stuff to do. <laughs> There's a lot you more stuff. Me. That, you tell it, me. It won't stop. <laughs> it won't stop. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. in a bit we're gonna be announcing a few more things, and then you guys will know exactly how much work we have to do. Right, I'm not going to be surprised if until the end of 2020, what year is this? 22, right? It's 22. Yeah. 
I won't be surprised if until the end of 2022, we're going to be 25, 30 people in the mock team. Sounds like so, a good team. <laughs> sounds like an expensive team, but uh, yeah, a team that does <laughs> You've got a really good team, though. Awesome. We've, got, like, we've got a top crew in, uh, in the mock team. You know, we've got some really top guys working for us. You have no idea what it's like to have a team made out of, you know, CEOs and CTOs and CFOs. Like every single person in the team is like a top executive in his field. It's so damn annoying. (laughs) Well, props to you. You, you, You're pulling everyone together. You're keeping everyone focused. You're a good leader for everyone. We're really privileged to have you, mate. (laughs) We are. (laughs) Regardless of the amount of grief you you may give us, but you are uh, exactly what we need. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's something that everybody needs to know. The mock community is extremely fun. The mock team is not, right? Being in the mock team, it's like being, okay, I'm really going to be careful with my words. It's, it's like being a chain gang, okay? It's not fun. It's not easy. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes you got to wake yeah, up in the middle of the night to do stuff. But hey. There's a poor pack developer of Mike. He's a lead pack developer. He hears loud noises and it uh, makes him coward in a corner thinking someone's going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> that's surprisingly accurate. I, I, I think I think that's a great hallmark for the team, right? The team has to work hard for uh, making the community happy. I think I think in a way that is a very good point. Yeah. No, the team needs the team doesn't need to work hard to make the community happy. The happiness of the community is not the goal. The the happiness of the community is a side effect. The goal is to be building something, and if the job is done and we build something good, then the side effect will happen, which is the users will ultimately be happy. Right? So the job is to build and to build well. To the builders of mock mock mock. Mock mock. <laughs> awesome. Anyone else uh, have anything to say before we start to wrap things up here? I've had, think that this has been a very, uh, very good talk, very educational. I know I've learned a lot more about uh, miners of Cadania today, so I'm very excited about the upcoming IDO, which will be on the 30th. So make sure you guys get ready for that. Uh, make sure you also go check out uh, their webpage, themock.io. Follow them on Twitter. Follow, go to join their Telegram channel and Discord. All the they have it all, so make sure you join it all. And uh, thank you guys very much for joining me today. A very awesome call. Thank yeah, you very much for having, for having us. us. Awesome. Like I said, you guys are more than welcome anytime. Just shoot us a message, and we will uh, set set up more of these awesome talks. Mock, mock. Mock, mock. Mock, mock. <laughs> thank you very much for every guys and uh, everyone out there listening. Thank you very much for joining us today. Another uh, great AMA from KPM and Miners of Cadania. So thank you, everyone, for joining and have a great day. Cheers. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Miners of Cadenia IDO AMA hosted by the Cadena Project Network, recorded on Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. 
Thanks for listening. Watching these debates like what a bunch of noise when the illusion of choice outmaneuvers your voices. No one really knows what the fuck is going on here. Sitting in the bunker, waiting for the all clear. It's like we're getting steered towards the motherfucking iceberg. Captain all drunk deciphering where the ice lurks. And we thought 2020 was gonna be a nice year. Living with the plague like who brought the mice here? Try to think of it as another simulation. Game full of bugs but it's still fun to play. It's like we're aliens beta testing earth. Digging in the dirt trying to earn a little girth the beast is silent when it defeats the riders living outside trying to meet this virus if you want to watch it all burn from the sky rise delete the science and increase the righteous living like a jerk return to feed the worms vibing like a tree just breathing out the words be careful outside then police is violent feeling like i finally earned some peace and quiet piece of pie first trying to be the fat kid you least admire feast of fire when the beasts of burden are getting all bored but at least we're certain we found the imposter living among us fussing with hunches another big chungus bludgeon don't worry the fungus will clean up the guts and get us to function on fleeting assumptions i'll see through the rust from rush to rush shower stacked up like a bunch of junk so hush your muck before we stuff your luck and break your fucking neck to this like bust a bust Bleeding impulsive, the meeting controls it When breathing corrosive, no eating the bullshit Feeling the worth like it's gonna be a good year Now we're all tired, stop treading on the work here Spaces.